you are amazing. This is the 10th challenge to becoming a greater leader. You should really be proud of yourself because if you've listened to the other nine challenges and actually put them into place, you have accomplished a ton, both personally and as a team. Today, it's time to put the final puzzle pieces into place. It's time to create your team's action plan. You've already identified your mission and goals, as well as prepared for any roadblocks that your team might face. Now it's time to determine specific actions that your team will take in order to achieve their goals. This is an extremely powerful exercise because it forces you to move from simply having ideas to actually taking action. I think you'll find it really helpful. So let's get to it. Hello, I am Danielle Lavallee-Wasson. I am the founder of Triumph Over Distractions, where you can, yes, <laughs> triumph over distractions to stay focused on your goals, to become a better leader, and to build the dream life that you've always wanted and turn it into real life. In Triumph Over Distractions, you will have challenges where I will push you to create step-by-step -step processes to really help you boost your productivity, stay focused on your goals, and accomplish anything you want. Stay tuned, listen in, and thank you for being here. Welcome to the final challenge to become a better leader. This is your 10th and final challenge to really help you become a better leader. So, so far, you've come a long way in developing an effective and successful leadership style. On the last challenge, you've worked on identifying and eliminating team roadblocks. So now it's time to put an action plan into place. So here's something to think about. It's time to create your action plan so that you can enable your team to accomplish that one thing that you are focused on. Remember, we had picked one thing to focus on as a team for the next couple of weeks. So this is a good practice to plan backwards. I call, you know, like to reverse engineer. So that's where yearly or quarterly goals are really useful and why we keep bringing up long-term goals in these exercises. So if you're, if you have a project that's due in 10 months from now, for example, you can use that end date to figure out where your project needs to be six months from now, three months from now, one month from now, one week from now. So reverse engineer your team goals. This helps you break down your big gigantic yearly goal into a manageable little bites, smaller goals that are encouraging, that when accomplished, everyone feels a sense of accomplishment. They feel great because they moved forward. We're not waiting for that big carrot at the end of the year or the big stick because we didn't, we didn't hit our goals. When you have a big giant goal at the end of the year, for a lot of people, that's just way overwhelming. So breaking down your goals into reverse, you know, reverse engineering, engineering them into smaller goals really, really helps keep everybody hyper-focused in the moment. And that's what we're trying to find here. We're trying to find that hyper-focus so that we, we slay distractions, so that we stay away from diverting from our goal. 
And once you've accomplished one small goal, you, you move on to the next one and you don't allow your team to move on until that one is accomplished because you know that if that first goal or sub goal is not done, there's no way in hell you're going to hit the yearly goal. So think about it. How does this six month deadline, um, what does it mean? Right. And what has to be done in three months to hit the six months? What has to happen this month? to hit the three month goal and what what has to happen this week to hit this month's goal and what has to happen today, today to hit the weekly goal. So you're breaking it down to the one thing that you have to do today. And oftentimes it's the same thing that has to happen over and over and over and over and over again to hit our goals, the compound effect of repeated actions when we're front loading, especially will help us create and gain the momentum that you need to hit your goal. So each team member needs to see increments and understand how their little part fits in to the one big goal. So if you sit down once a week, once you do this first exercise to breaking it down, then it's super quick once a week to have a 15 minute meeting to look at everybody's actions for the week. And then the following week, you all you have to do is see if ever and hold everybody accountable and see where they're at. So break down, have your the individual team members break down their portion of the weekly and monthly goal into manageable daily tasks that must be accomplished before they do any other task. Remember, we're focusing on one goal that we've broken down now to a monthly goal. And each team member every week is going to look and see what they need to do first. I'm sure there are other tasks, there's other things that need to be done. But in order to accomplish our goal, these tasks, this one thing needs to be done first before anything else. It's the only way that you'll be able to move and accomplish your goal. So when you do this, what happens is that every single member on your team knows what they are responsible for achieving and when it's due. And then you as a leader, it's very easy. They either did it or they didn't. <laughs> there's, no, there's no gray area here. Either the task got done or it didn't get done and it got done by the deadline or it didn't get done. And when you can hold people accountable and when they know that they're being held accountable, it's, it's surprising. They get a lot more done. So when you just let people do willy nilly what they want um, all day, every day, that's why you don't accomplish your team goals. So you can determine on how often you're going to check the progress of your team you know you don't want to be a micromanager and check on them every two hours um you might just set some reminders or maybe you just have a monthly meeting depending on how you do you know how your um how your team works you might have a weekly check-in meeting that's just 15 minutes to see if everybody's doing okay if there's any roadblocks challenges if they need help with anything um, and then do a monthly recap to see where you stand on your monthly goals. Having that monthly goal is really important because you're, again, you reverse engineered it from your yearly goal. So here's some steps that I'm going to outline for you that might seem like overkill at first, but 
the more you do this process, the easier it becomes. And each time you implement these steps, it becomes easier and easier and easier. And it will for your team as well. So your whole team is learning this new way to communicate that leaves very little room for misunderstanding, very little room for delays. And it also helps you and your whole team handle those roadblocks, handle the emergencies a lot more quickly and swiftly. So you get back to focused on, a, on that one thing. So step one, clearly describe the one thing your team agreed to be working on for the month and make sure that it is a very specific. Two, ensure that that goal is attainable, not frustrating or unrealistic. Three, if this one thing is one component of a much larger range project, make sure that everyone understands how this month's goal fits into the bigger plan, fits into that yearly goal or the quarterly goal, or maybe it's a project. Make sure that everyone understands how that fits into that bigger picture. Step four, have the entire team help break down this month's goals into incremental small steps. And what portion has to be done in week one, week two, week three, week four? Assigned an end date for each specific step. And newsflash, if it gets done faster, yay, you're getting to your goal faster and then you can work on a bigger goal. Doing this visually as a step five, I really feel is best. If you have a whiteboard, um, if you're all in the same location, if you're using you know, Zoom or some other uh, video conferencing, there is a whiteboard feature, or maybe you as the leader have a big giant whiteboard behind you and your camera is far enough away so that you can be writing on it um, so that your team can visually see the moving parts and how all the pieces fit together. It's really good to have that. Once you have that visually laid out, you can take a picture of it, send it to every team member in a follow-up email so everybody has that visual in front of them. The next step is if it's better for your team's um, scope, um, you can implement this same process for the whole year, right? So you could even have um, a yearly meeting or a strategy meeting at the beginning of the year where you're saying, okay, this is our yearly goal and really have that sort of long range project broken down now into a six month goal and then a quarterly goal um, and then monthly and then weekly goal. So you can do this exercise in the beginning of the year or whenever it is, you can start now if you're not doing well, start fresh. You know, just have this scope, say, where do we want to be in a year from now and break it down into reverse engineer it into that six month threshold or, um, you know, the step that what needs to happen six months from now to reach that 12 month goal, what needs to happen in the next quarter, in the next month, in the next week. Um, when you do this process, guys, and I know it sounds daunting at first, but the more you do it, the more often you do it, the faster it becomes and you, you, your team becomes expert. You, you guys will become a goal reaching machine if you just put this into place. And it will make you an 
a sought after leader because people will want to work on your team because you make things happen and you help your team be successful and you're helping each team member become a better version of themselves. You help them be successful and people want to be with a leader who helps them success. So I want to congratulate you on completing the 10 challenges to help you become a great leader. You should be really proud of yourself. Not only has your personal leadership been transformed, but the way you lead your team has been as well. So great, great job. If you'd like to work with me to help me, um, to help you create this process with your team, if you need help on the first time around, I would love to work with you and your team to help you find your first goal, identify those critical tasks, identify that critical goal, and build out your action plan. I would love to work with you. Reach out to me. Go to dlwasson.com where you can find out more about me and my services. Book a one-on-one -on -one time with me. I would love to chat with you about how I can help you reach your goals. Thank you for listening. I'll see you soon.